Hi, everybody. My name is Rance Collins. Welcome to the gray area. And today we have exciting, up and coming, amazing young guy named Ben Sterling. Welcome to the gray Hi, area. Hi, thank you for having me. Amazing. So what we like to do on uh, uh, whenever we interview people here is we like to find out, you know, what make pe makes people tick, what their history is, all of that sort of thing. So I'm going to ask you about what you're doing right now. But um, I also want to hear a lot about uh, where you came from, how it happened, yeah. all cool. that sort of thing. Um, so first of all, though, I do, I, I just actually read another interview with you online about how you are starting your own label called Project yeah. X, correct? Planet, Planet X, yeah, that's the Planet one. X. I, I literally saw the word planet in my head and then I said project. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, it's um, fine. Do you know what? It's it's still early doors, so it's it's still like brand new, and so it's all good. <laughs> um, so tell me, okay, you have been on some pretty impressive labels in the past. I mean, Moon Harbor, Edible. Why why create your own label if you already have an in? Like, you what's what? the? I think. I think it's time for me now to kind of like open a new book and uh, I hear a lot of great music that I support and play and just to kind of get a cool little vision that I wanted to like put across to young artists as well because there's a lot of new music coming about everywhere in all angles and I just feel like um, not not many labels do pick up on it and the labels that do pick up you know, it's it's very hard now because there's a lot of new music coming out and um, and certain new styles as well. So I wanted to kind of create a new platform for the young young artists, emerging artists and ones that we kind of hear already. Uh, and yeah, I just wanted to get a cool little feel because um, I'm really influenced by the whole 80s, 90s um, vision, like what happened back in the day. And, I've, and it's always been a part of me. So like kind of creating like a uh, fun fun little label for everyone and uh just to put out music as a lot more music for me as well because um with every producer because we have loads of music it's not not every single track is going to get signed and it's it's not the it's not the label's fault or anything it's just it's just overwhelming with like music coming out of so i just wanted to uh put a lot of my music out as well in on the label and just just try and push the new step into like the legacy of new generation i guess so yeah it's exciting and i'm looking forward to kick it off i'm working on a the ep now it's gonna hopefully hit end of feb so nearest my birthday <laughs> and then um yeah and then it's gonna be pretty you know i'm gonna push push the hell out of it and make it look <laughs> i wish i was yeah. better at astrology i would i would tell i would say something like oh you're a <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. Uh, you're late February. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> planets, uh, planets. Like I've always been into, you know, space and stuff, and I've I've always had a weird feeling about, you know, I just love all that stuff. So I, I'm a bit I'm a bit of a little geek when it comes to, um, you know, sci-fi and all that stuff. So. Oh, so are you I are. To... I well, that um, at the end of the interview, we do a lightning round, and that gives me a question yeah. I'm going to ask you in the lightning round. I'm not going to ask you right now. Um, cause <laughs> it has it. to be a gut answer. Um, but, uh, 
So, okay, let's let's talk about that for a second, though, because, you know, sci-fi, to me, I've always thought of sci-fi films like the, the techno of movies. Do you yeah. think that there is a correlation between being into uh, space-centric movies and films and TV shows and... Um, and music, do you think that your interests have influenced where you've gone with sound? Yeah, there's a, so there's, there's a crazy thing is if you look at a lot of the old uh, movies back in the 80s, uh, obviously after the whole um, uh, space race and everyone was just kind of like creating this whole new like, art form and like music came a part of that and it was all this crazy modular synths when like the aliens kind of talk and all that crazy stuff, just everything synthetic kind of made it, made a whole art form uh, in the 80s. And uh, and I just love how um, how music kind of came from, that's when it kind of like all kind of kicked off. And like, for instance, like the Doctor Who uh, theme song, that was the, that was all made, that was the first created uh, synthetic track. Um, and that obviously Doctor Who's a big thing in the UK. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, I have a lot. I, mean, <laughs> I, I I know the basics. I know that they they get regenerated every. There's been a bunch. Yeah, of them. yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I have a I friend who's super stuff. into it. Uh, but um, <laughs> how how long that's been going on for? Like fifty years, right? And yeah, okay. And um, um, and it was it was just such an influence. And like I used to watch a lot of cartoons um, back in the day on. I was a kid and uh, I just, I just, I wanted to create something fun. Uh, and I thought Planet X just to be out this world kind of, and also having the feeling of like listening to stuff that's kind of a bit different. I just wanted to, you know, think of all aspects on it and create something really fun for like uh, new people, new uh, DJs and producers. So I'm really excited. I've also done the X files, which is um, the kind of the sister the evil sister label which is very very deep it's more the deepest stuff of what planet x is but planet x is going to be the the fun energetic and then the the x files is going to be the kind of like hidden secrets and yeah so, so yeah. why the why the letter x do you think uh so it's actually funny so uh, when i was when i was a kid my my favorite episode i used to watch looney tunes a lot uh there was a there was a uh, episode with uh, Space. What was it, Daffy Duck? Oh, and, um, yeah. What's the name of the Duck, um... Duck Dodgers? Duck Dodgers, isn't it? Yes, 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 yes. And uh, there was one episode where they actually go to Planet X, and mm -hmm. that was. I remember this. Yes. <laughs> so, so the planet. So the X is the Planet X, and also after X, hearing that, um, I kind of got the inspiration of X Files because of like the files of finding it so it just had like a nice thing there's nothing nothing uh personal to me on x but uh the um uh, but i went really deep on uh if you really want to know the planet the reason why the color purple is because it's my my birthday's february and it's the uh, amethyst purple so oh, i yeah. changed it into the whole purple and green i just love green because it just represents the whole alien world <laughs> so yeah. well, green is my favorite That's... color so thank you um, no, that's all right. <laughs> actually, green is my, um, I don't remember the name of my birthstone, but it is green. It's emerald. It's, an, it's not an emerald. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a lighter green, I think. Um, oh, I'm in August. Like a turquoise green. 
yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, um, just um, but yeah, no, I just love, I love the whole. Uh, I just love being that kind of fun, fun person, <laughs> creative well, I mean, wise. But yeah, and I love like that's the that's the things that I find so interesting is that you know um, the seed of art of an artist art. Yeah, it happens way back here, and then you. Oh yeah, you know, it influences you from uh, such an early stage, and uh, I just wanted to like, I kind of wanted to like live my childhood kind of things, trying to you know, I still want to make it like cool, fun, and kind of maturic, but mm -hmm. that's not even a word. But I just made it up. So. Maturic? Yeah. Is that, is that being maturic? Mature. <laughs> <laughs> Mature, yeah, basically. Uh, maturic. Yeah, no, I, yeah, maturic. <laughs> I, I like. Word. I'm gonna use that maturic. actually. I don't. If I put it in, <laughs> if I put it in our article, I feel like they're gonna take it out. But um, I'll make it a, I'll make it a direct quote so they can't. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, let's uh, let's go back to how um, how you got started. I mean, you are creating your own label which means that you can help people get their start. It kind of sounds like yeah. you want to bring it forward in a way. Um, who was, who's the person who, who picked you out of obscurity? Oh, well, as in uh, music wise. How'd you, how'd you get started? Who, who was, who was your first so, label, et cetera, et cetera. So my first, uh, so my first label, uh, that kind of like kicked stuff off was uh, Josh Butler uh, for Origins Records. And um, it was it was a lot of, I'll tell you what, it was a lot of grafting. I don't know if, if you use that word. It's when you're kind of, you're just everywhere. You know, every single party, it's a lot of, especially in London, there's a lot of parties going on every single weekend. So going to all the clubs and just kind of mingling with all the nice, uh, like all, all the great DJs and, and people and just trying to like get your foot right in the door um and, and it's you know what it's a lot of um i i work, I work part-time job so having like uh, a bit of the week where i can kind of make music and just smash it even though my part-time job i was like i really need to get out of this job i need to i need to da 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 but having josh kind of push it forwards and then uh passed on the baton to jamie jones and then after that he edible lee foss uh, eats everything and then it just started blossoming into just crazy amounts of DJs and and everyone wanted to hear what I was doing and and yeah it was it was a really beautiful time for me and um I've, I've, I, lo I love love um, reminiscing on 2018 because that's when it all kind of like kicked off um, and just and it was crazy enough because when I saw the first video of Jamie playing my track um, and um, time warp. I thought that was it. I thought, you know what? He's played my track. Thank you so much. And I was like, that's 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 enough. I was like, thank you. And then suddenly it was just after that, just constant, constant, and it just spiraled into like a snowball of just everyone started playing. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what is going on? Well, I mean, um, that's how that's how it yeah. happens. You know, somebody with yeah, it's, it's cachet. It's does a crazy that, thing. And... All you need to do is hold on and make sure that like. You've got enough tracks in the in the back to kind of like keep you going, uh, but yeah, it's just uh, if they if they're excited for what you what you're doing, just keep going, keep remembering why they're supporting you, and just yeah, just always yeah, just be humble as well, because uh, a lot of 
a lot of the times you could go a bit the opposite way and you could be like, oh, I'm, I'm the best in the world and all that stuff. And then suddenly you go from there to there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, just always stay humble as well when you're kind of pushing it to the top. And I'm very thankful for everything that's happened. So, um, uh, Oh, shoot. Hold. I have to, I have to Sorry? rewind in the conversation. I, I'm, I'm, I had a really good question and I'm going back to it in my head. Um, that's right. <laughs> There's a little uh, tape, tape rewind. little tape rewinder because you, you said something that triggered a thought and then the thought went away. That's um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll remember it in a second. Um, let me ask, uh, you, uh, we, your musical influences, we talked a little bit about sci-fi movies and uh, TV shows. And while I'm sure the, the theme from Doctor Who or whatever John Williams wrote for sci-fi movies, um, did a lot for you. Um, <laughs> uh, you, uh, I, I've noticed in everything I've read about you that disco music is discussed. Um, yeah. Is that what your parents listened to? Were your parents musical? So my dad was very into electro pop. So Duran Duran, uh, Gary Newman, mm -hmm. uh, all the kind of, it was, it was more into like the like English pop. Um, uh, and then my mum was very into like Balearic Ibiza, and it kind of just merged together and and I was born. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, it was great because every time I went to school, my mum always put in the CD, CDs of like, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of like progressive house at the time. So it was a lot of that. And then um, my, ma, um, my dad also like uh, showed me all of his old school uh, tapes that I used to listen to back in the day. So it was, there was just so many influences just happening at once. But it was, it was nice to know that when I was in school, like every single time I got picked up, I always listened to, I never listened to like chart stuff. I always listened to Balearic Ibiza or electro pop, and it was just imprinted in my brain and that was it. <laughs> Do you but, think that, did you have like a certain, um, like growing up as somebody who felt very different from everybody I went to school with, um did you do you did you take a pride in being different where you're like i'm gonna yes double so down on I, being different so i came from like a whole history of uh, well i came from a school where everyone listened to like uk grime or um or hip-hop like you know like drake when he first started and all this kind of stuff and uh i know that everyone was kind of doing it and i kind of wanted to go do you know what like everyone's doing it um and then there was even a time when i went to holland my dad took me to because i wanted to try and get into like the whole edm kind of sound and this is when i was like 15 or something or 16 and um and they even said to me there like everything that's coming out of the uk now is going to be the new hot hot thing like the deep house uh the tech house industry and i said you know what like I'm going to look back, but if anything, I'll just look back in the history of house music. And um, there was a cool uh, documentary that really just it just uh, changed the way I kind of look at house and uh, Astrid House and what it is today. Um, I think it was called Pump Up the Volume. Uh, it was on Channel 4 in the UK. If you ever have time to watch it, it's amazing. It just, I, I couldn't fall asleep. It was constant just just everything that i found out was interesting uh, i went for, through the chicago house how it went to detroit techno and then how it came over to manchester and the hacienda and went into london 
illegal rave scene. It was filmed in the 2000s, like 2001, I think. And uh, it's, you can see Carl Cox. Um, there's uh, Paul Oakenfold in there as well. There's a lot of like DJs in there and their prime. And um, yeah, no, it's just really interesting just to see uh, how it kind of like grew. And after that, I just really wanted to keep the acid house yeah. um, kind of electronic kind of vibe in my sets and try and just, yeah, change it a bit. I find that I find that so interesting because I feel like there's a lot of um, artists in every field who do not have a interest or knowledge or respect of of what came before and they don't and they don't research that when I think that you know um, I feel like history is what informs um, is great the, great work it? if that makes any sense. You know, it is and, very important. Yeah, it's so important. Go ahead. I reckon. Sorry, Talk sorry. Up. I was just going to say it's, it's very important in the industry to kind of know where everything comes from. Uh, I feel like it's all good making music or like, oh, I just heard a new tune that such and such played, and I wanted to make something similar. It's all good, but having the having the kind of knowledge on what makes house, what makes tech house, what makes acid house, what it is today so important because um you could just go off on a tangent and then suddenly you just get stuck and you're like oh well i can't make music like this guy anymore and i sound like him how do i how do i how do i change it and it's always good just going back and just at least learning um all that stuff sorry Gary, my bad. no no that's i that's exactly you said exactly what i wanted you to say um <laughs> uh so okay um let's talk a little bit about what you got going on now um we talked about your label that's incredible um you know the last couple of years um you may have noticed there was like a whole thing that happened that put the entire world on pause um yeah. did that did that have a big i mean it seems like uh, particularly in 2018 2019 you were in this trajectory that was awesome how did yeah. the pandemic slow you down uh how did you persevere and get to the place where you did a north american tour last yeah so so i'll be honest um when it did hit it kind of it kind of made it like oh do you know what um i have a time to now make music i'm not really touring and blah blah Mm -hmm. but then it kind of also got to the point where you was thinking is this going to end Am I going to DJ anymore? Am I we're, gonna we're still thinking that. <laughs> and you know what? It was, it was just a lot of, um, I, I, was, I was around uh, Blackman's a lot. I mean, him just made a lot of music and we kind of, we kind of created this whole like evil, <laughs> evil tech house deep kind of thing. And um, yeah, we just kind of, uh, we, we wanted to like show that kind of emotion that we was all trapped uh just producing but um yeah it really did influence it did really like affect a lot of producers um a lot of people you know you think oh they're going to be making a lot a lot of music but really we kind of think why are we making music because we can't play it on the weekend uh we don't even know if we have a job anymore it was it was yeah it was kind of a really dark time um i spent a lot of money in my my studio and yeah just it kind of just got to the point where we was just really just hoping for the best and holding on. So, but yeah, when did, we came on there. Oh, sorry. When, when were you able to, when did you, when were you able to do a set again? Like when, 
What do you um, remember what the first one back was? It was strange because the first one was, you know, it started getting all these rules that we kind of had to follow and respect. And uh, do you know, I shout out to a lot of the clubs um, around the world for like listening to like what they had to do and like they were even losing a lot of customers because some customers didn't really understand why they were doing, oh, why am I six, two feet away? Why am I in a box and I can't see my friends? And it was like, guys, they need to survive. They need to like live and breathe. Yes. It's like, you know, I always, I always try to respect as much as possible. You know, there's sometimes when there's a lot of people, you know, and you're dealing with like people that are drunk as well. And having to tell them, oh, guys, please do this for me, for the club. For the... And they're like, oh, but I want to see my friends. I want to party. I want to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, the first, the first time I uh, played, it was, it was a bit upsetting because I, I knew everyone wanted to party. I knew, I knew the clubs didn't want to do this rules, and, you know, but we had to just follow everything so we can see another day in, in the clubs that we have. And, and some clubs have pushed through, some haven't. And those are really sad because, you know, um, as much as like the government funding or some gov- some governments didn't even fund or help. Um, and yeah, just it was just a big struggle. But I'm, I'm, a lot of people came through, a lot of people didn't. And, uh, you know, sorry for the whole, the loss of a lot of the clubs and yeah. everything else. In hospitality, so it's a lot of the hospitality. It's not just our industry, but a lot of, um, the, you know, everywhere happened so it's crazy i mean for real though but um but even so you were able to do a north american tour this fall yeah uh or i'm I'm like and (laughs) happy something Um, happy um yeah how did how did that come about and uh where all did you go um so yeah november happened i um, amongst amongst the whole uh, crazy stuff that happened, um, there was a, I did a track that um, seemed to get everyone kind of going again, which I'm happy that everyone's kind of been playing it as a Dimensions track, um, and that was really fun doing that. Um, and yeah, it kind of blossomed a whole kind of tour in November, and I I wanted to like see everywhere, go to everything. Uh, started in Mexico then Costa Rica, then I went over to uh, San Diego. I came to LA and uh, then went to the opposite coast. Oh, sorry, Las Vegas, Seattle. And then I went to Boston, New York, and then Texas, Miami. Yeah, sorry, that's how it Where went. Where in Texas did you go? Um, I was in Houston. I was playing at Bauhaus, is it? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. That was really fun. Obviously, the the time that I picked, I picked November. <laughs> I picked November when you guys celebrate Thanksgiving. And um, as someone coming from uh, the UK, I have no idea how big <laughs> big it was. And you know what? It's a it's a lovely time to kind of celebrate with the family. So I completely understand. Uh, but yeah, no, it was. Did anyone uh, offer you turkey while you were? <laughs> yeah, I had. Uh, okay. I'd, Did you get a you know, Thanksgiving I, I, meal? Oh yeah, I had it with uh, I had it with my manager and um, a lot of I had it with Dennis Cruz as well. His it was his first Thanksgiving, uh, so yeah, that was quite fun. And uh, my friend, our friend John as well. So 
it was a, it was a nice little uh, Thanksgiving. So yeah, my a first one. Little, <laughs> a yeah, quaint no, little celebration with those colonies that separated from you all those years ago. Um, uh, well um what's uh what's the next thing on the the docket for you so i've got a south american tour in january and then i'll be back in uh, america in march to do the whole miami music week and this time around it will should happen hoping you know praying and uh being back Florida in doesn't cancel anything. You don't have to worry about Florida. Uh, oh, no. I, I remember, the, <laughs> I remember the 20, 2020, that was when everything was like, oh, God, this is this is it. This is happening. Um, but, yeah. But now it's, I'm, I'm looking at a bright, uh, bright future. And now I kind of have something to look forward to as well when I'm uh, making music because I kind of – I feel like um, I'm thinking positive uh, compared to, like, how it was in 2020 but yeah. i'm thinking now we're kind of a bit more alert we know what's going on uh we know how to kind of tackle it a bit better and yeah i'm looking forward to the future and then hopefully i be for as well um and there's i've got new agents now where we're going to just be tackling the whole globe <laughs> but yeah watch there's out lot, everywhere watch, watch out antarctica we got <laughs> <laughs> for the penguins. Yeah, you know, uh, they, they need music too. I understand. I know. I know. <laughs> Can't wait to play that. It'll be, be great. Amazing. Okay. Um, so what I do uh before we, we sign off every interview is I, I just do a series of rapid fire questions of kind of ridiculous, just either or type of things. Amazing. Or first thing that comes to head. So oh, this is bad. <laughs> all right. So just the just first thing as well. Um, okay. Uh, who was your favorite artist as a kid? Uh, as a kid, Calvin Harris, probably. Okay. Uh, do you prefer LA or New York now? Oh, I won't. My feelings will not be hurt if you prefer New York. Uh, I haven't had a chance properly to play in both. I've, I've kind of just done the one-off and there's obviously still COVID, so... I can't really say much yet. Is that okay? Just because yeah, I know I'm, I'm giving it a fair chance, both of And I love both. I love both. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> would you rather have telekinesis or telepathy? Oh, probably telekinesis. Could be fun. I think if I, had, uh, if I had telepathy, Pathy will kind of uh, drive me insane knowing that everyone, um, everyone's thoughts, you know, some of them could be really bad. So yeah, it's having, better just having, being clueless. Having the, having the thing just to move stuff around would be fun because I can just tidy up my room more. Or I could DJ without being on the deck. Yeah, fun. for real. That would be the easy, the COVID safe right there. You could just... <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so would you rather be forced to sing every time you heard a song or dance every time you heard a song by who am i being forced by uh, the <laughs> the the gods <laughs> uh, oh, i don't mind i like both i'll probably do both um but you can only do one. 
You would I like dance. Okay. Yeah, I think singing can get annoying sometimes if I, especially with my voice, I don't think people would like it. They'll kind of be like, I can't really deal with this guy. I think dancing, you know, you can still move and um, you can still do your everyday thing. Everyone would think you have a, a twitch, but it's, it's all good. I don't mind that. Okay, would you rather, rather have the ability to fly or have super strength? Oh, do you know what the, the the feeling of flying is? Is I feel like that's such a beautiful thing. I wish I wish we could do what birds can do. Um, but I think strength is amazing. But um, sometimes you could accidentally, you know, not know your strength and do some serious damage. I think flying would be better. Hundred percent. That's a that's a good point. No, okay, this is, <laughs> would you rather never have AC or heating? again no air conditioning no heating or oh. never have internet again um probably never have internet again because you'd rather be comfortable uh, <laughs> uh, obviously um if if it depends where i am but yeah if i had no internet ever again it wouldn't be the worst thing i think i'll just go back to like how the 90s used to be the 80s where you just knock on people's doors and say hello how are you it's ben I mean, I remember, I, I barely remember those days, but they were, I, they were I, I miss knocking on people's doors, but yeah. I do, um, yeah, no, that's a lost art, knocking on the door. Um, okay, uh, do you remember the first album you bought? Oh, God. Oh, I think it was Michael Jackson, probably. Classic. Um, do you remember the? I've forgotten exactly which one, but it was one the one with him going like that, laying down. Oh four shoot! On the five. It's not, is it? Is that Thriller? I think it was no. Thriller. Thrillers. He's on the car, isn't he? Oh, I, I think. But it's the one where he's like this, and he's like, "This is just doing. He's just being Michael Jackson." Oh, I love Michael Jackson. I think that's everyone's influence. That has the problem. <laughs> I mean, everything changed when in the 80s when he came around. Um, would you rather live in autumn or spring? Uh, spring, because it's going to happen summer. Um, and it's nice to see everything blossom again. Autumn is when everything starts dying. <laughs> and finally, because of your love of sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, God. That's are you happen. team Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Awesome. <laughs> uh, you know I, I, I gave Star Trek a good go. Um, I actually really, I, I like Stargate as well. That's another mm -hmm. one. That not many Anything with Star in the title. But... With the guy with the with that thing on his head. Yeah, the... mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen as much. Trek. You never watched it? it I, I, I didn't watch it much, yeah. But I, I mean, I know it. You know, my, my parents were big Star Trek people, but I think I prefer Star Wars, so. I, I like Star Wars because, um, who was first, Star Trek or Star Wars? Star Trek, they were a TV show in the 60s. They were first. Yeah. And then, and then Star like Wars 10 years later, uh, do you Star know what Wars. Oh, sorry to all the Star Trek fans. Well, I mean, Maybe. they're different. They're not the same. They just both take place in the same it's space. They're yeah, one, one's a whole knighthood of, um, you know, one's like old-fashioned sword fighting with a bit of guns. Mm -hmm. The other one's just guns, I guess. 
Yeah, well, in space exploration and yeah, that one. Mission. Yeah, because it doesn't yeah. really doesn't really show like in Star Wars if if there was ever like an actual Earth. But Star no. Trek kind of show that there was an Earth. Well, I mean, who knows if it existed yet? Because they're in a galaxy, yeah, far, far away, a long time ago. <laughs> oh, you got me there. You got me there. See, yeah, it's the first line in literally every <laughs> single Star Wars movie. <laughs> Yeah, I, I always, I always thought that in the back of my head was, was there ever like an Earth? To, you know, because well, yeah, that's a good question. Sure. Well, the Earth exists in Star Trek, but because they're yeah, all from Star Earth, Trek, and they're yes, but uh, but with Star Wars, that's not the. Uh, um, but you know, I will say, I think the other thing about Star Wars is, you know, whenever uh, like Force Awakens came out a few years ago, or yeah. uh, the Last Jedi. Being in a movie theater and those again, it, the a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and everybody going crazy—that's something you don't get. Yeah, that music love, you don't get. I love seeing everyone scream at that. That was funny. That was, that was incredible. <laughs> I didn't kick, kick my chair. That was great. I mean, you know, there's only a few things that there's only a few things that cause people to collectively do that kind of thing. So. I love.